Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Toyota Brookhaven services all makes and models. That could be why we were voted best service department the past two years. Come see why. Exit 40 Brookhaven or online at toyotabrookhaven.com. Great service, great savings. At Toyota Brookhaven, we deliver. What's up, everybody? Welcome into the Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borky. Always glad that you are with me. And a couple of things. First, let's uh, do some house cleaning, if you will. Uh, next week, SEC Media Days. Uh, really excited about that, by the way. Uh, I'll be there and uh, in this feed, so you don't have to go anywhere. I'm, I'm going to bring you all the old Miss stuff in this feed. Uh, so you'll hear from Lane Kiffin, although, uh, look, I, I <laughs> if you're looking for uh, answers from Lane Kiffin about the quarterback position or anything, you're probably not going to get what you're looking for from Lane Kiffin. He's not going to tell you anything at all about like football stuff. Now, I am hoping and curious, uh, uh, you know, to, to get him on transfer portal strategy and stuff like that. I'm curious to see if, if people can get him to open up, uh, you know, maybe me, hopefully I uh, can, can ask the questions that get him going. Uh, like the differences between portal recruiting versus regular high school recruiting. Is this sustainable? That kind of stuff. I, I think he'll answer those questions, but if you're wanting him to actually open up about Dart versus Altmeyer, I think you are uh, barking up the very, very wrong tree. Either way, uh, his interview at the podium, uh, he will be on our radio show as well. Both of those things will be put into this feed. So I'll put it out on our social media channels and stuff. It'll be on Super Talk's YouTube. It'll be on my YouTube. But you don't need to just just stay locked into this feed. Subscribe to this feed if you haven't already. And the, I'm going to put all the Media Day content on this channel for you next week so when they make their rounds when they're on the podium when they're with us on the radio show i'm just going to bring that to you i'm just going to put this all in this feed i'm not going to like splice it together it's just going to be labeled differently uh but you'll see point is you don't have to go anywhere else uh, to find the uh lane kiffin and, and the three players and what they say on the podium or on our show you just have to subscribe to this channel if you have not already and be on the lookout for that because that's my plan for next week. I'm also going to do a couple of episodes. Again, that's the plan anyway. Next week uh, at Media Days, after they go, maybe before they go. Um, I might put Greg Sankey's in here as well. Um, because uh, truthfully, I think if you are looking for fireworks, if you're looking for answers, uh, really anything at all, you're probably not going to get that this week. I think, as I said a second ago, and as you guys know, Lane Kiffin's really not going to open up much about his actual football team. He'll talk big picture stuff. He'll talk college football stuff, not really his team. But as political as Greg Sankey is, I do think it's uh, he's going to be asked a lot of questions that are important. We'll see if he actually answers them. If he gives you anything at all, I'll also put that in here for what it's worth. But that's the plan for next week. I'll be at Media Days. I'll do a couple, like, just talking to you uh, recordings, but also the player interviews and Lane Kiffin will be uploaded right here into this feed for 
you. For what it's worth, if you haven't seen it, the three guys that are going to represent Ole Miss are Nick Broker, Cedric Johnson, and Jonathan Mingo. Fine choices. They'll do well. Uh, Nick Broker and Cedric Johnson in particular are a couple of guys that are, in my opinion, wildly underappreciated going into this season for Ole Miss. I think in the college football world, not enough people are talking about these two guys at all. Um, They can end up being, at the end of the season, like extremely quality SEC players with professional futures. I mean, I think they're possibly that good, Uh, especially Cedric Johnson. I, I think if he takes any step forward at all, he will go from a guy that only Ole Miss fans know to a guy that everybody in the SEC knows. And then, of course, Jonathan Mingo's got, if he can stay healthy, he's got the talent and and the ability to become a really good wide receiver as well. He's just got to stay healthy. But those are good choices, fine choices. Um, You know, the the guys that I'm most interested in, with all due respect to Nick Broker and Cedric Johnson and, and Jonathan Mingo, the guys that I am most interested in hearing from have only been in the program for a few months, and so it's hard to send them to media days. Like, I want to hear from Zach Evans. I want to hear from Michael Trigg. Truthfully, I want to hear from uh, Jackson Dart. I, I want to hear from Troy Brown and, and and those guys, but they've only been with the program a few months, so I certainly am not going to knock uh, Lane Kiffin for not bringing any of those guys, but that's who I'm interested in hearing. Ole Miss will have their own media day uh, right before training camp begins. And so we'll get to hear from those guys uh, then, which I guess as long as we get to hear from them, right, that's the important thing. So that's media days. Uh, Again, it's probably going to be some elementary stuff, but it is football. It's talking football. It's talking Ole Miss football, which is exciting. So I'm going to bring that to you, and I'm looking forward to to actually being there. Uh, This podcast, by the way, uh, and the coverage next week and – Anytime you hear this podcast is brought to you by Advantage Business Systems. ABSMS.com is the website. If you're in the market for office technology and you are located anywhere inside of the state of Mississippi, uh, ABSMS.com is the website. So if you're looking for copiers and printers and mail machines, cloud storage, data security, phone systems, if it's tech, if it's in the office and you are located in this state, ABSMS.com is the website. You tell them I sent you. We'll get a complimentary office technology assessment. So you tell them what you need, what your budget is, and they will find a solution for you absolutely free of charge. This podcast is also brought to you by LBs just across from Kroger on University Avenue right there in Oxford. Uh, The weather's going to be really nice this weekend in between rainstorms, so you're going to probably want to put something on the grill or smoker. you got to get that started, that process started at LB's. They also have daily lunch specials Monday through Friday, so they'll do the cooking for you. But the best selection of meat in this state, great advice as well. If you just go in there and talk to them and you're not quite sure what to do or how to do it or you see a cut that, like, I've never cooked a tri-tip before, If I just walked in there and said, hey, I want a tri-tip, tell me how to cook it, they'll be able to help you there as well. Really good people at LB's, big-time supporters of Ole Miss sports, and uh, tell Greg and and those good people there that uh, that I sent you. Uh, If you don't already, follow me on Twitter, at Michael Borky, YouTube, Facebook, all under the same name, and again, subscribe to this podcast. If you're listening in browser, just whatever your podcast app is, pull it up, search Rebel Report, hit subscribe, and you can find this there.
All right, seven minutes in, haven't even gotten to the actual topic yet. Uh, swing games. This is going to be, uh, at least before media days, the last like schedule look content item for you. I'll still do the preview magazines. I am getting Phil Steele here in a few days, hopefully, if the, the mail runs and, and runs right. Uh, we'll look at the other ones as well and where they think about Ole Miss. But uh, the last schedule look, really, uh, before the season, I think that we have almost talked the schedule to death on the various platforms that I'm on. Uh, so this will be the last one. And swing games is something that I'm really interested in. And the definition for some people kind of varies based on who you talk to. Like Mississippi State fans, for example, I have heard them say that the Egg Bowl is a swing game. And I disagree with that wholeheartedly. I don't think your rivalry game at the end of the season is a quote-unquote swing game. I don't know, um, you know, I don't know how you could call it that. That's the most important game on the schedule. And maybe I'm splitting hairs. Whatever. I view swing games uh, like this: a game or two, or even three, where. You tell me what their record is in those games, and I tell you what kind of season they have. I've chosen two uh, for this exercise. I, I, leaving off Arkansas is probably a mistake on my part, but I've got a rationale uh, for both of these. So you tell me what their record is in these two games, how they fare in these two games, and I tell you what kind of season they have. And we'll start with, Swing game number one, and it, this is more than just a swing game. I think this is a knowledge game. We will learn a lot about this football team on this day, October 1st, when Ole Miss hosts Kentucky. If uh, if Ole Miss is not undefeated going into this game, then they're going to have a real fight on their hands to get to bowl eligibility. You've got your four non-conference games it's Troy, Central Arkansas, at Georgia Tech, where you will have 7,500 uh, fans would be the over-under I set. So a pretty comfortable environment for you. And Tulsa at home before that game. You should absolutely be 4-0 going into that game. And if that's the case, you'll be in the top 15. Kentucky, a little bit different for them. Uh, Kentucky has to go to Florida in week two, but otherwise will have three easy wins with Miami of Ohio, Youngstown State, and Northern Illinois before they travel to Oxford. So if Kentucky is undefeated coming into that game, you've easily got a top 15 matchup, close to a top 10 matchup in Oxford on that day. That should be an electric, fun environment at Vaught Hemingway that day. But I think Kentucky's going to be quite good. Now, they lose their best player from last year's team, but largely uh, that that depth chart, or the, the starters anyway, the all-22, whatever you want to call it, is largely intact. They get Levis back. They should be able to run the football well. Quite talented uh, defensively. This is going to be a very good Kentucky team in a game that will uh, be a measuring stick uh, for Ole Miss. You'll, you'll know what your team has in that game, but but if they win it, if they somehow win that game and go to 5-0, and if they beat this Kentucky team, I think they'll be the favorite in all but two games remaining on their schedule. If they are better than Kentucky, they're better than Auburn, they're better than LSU, in my opinion, although going to Baton Rouge is never easy, don't get me wrong, but I think Kentucky this year 
will be better than LSU this year. And you're free to disagree with that, but that's how I feel. Um, I think the only two games they will be underdogs in at that point, if they are better than Kentucky, is Texas A&M and Alabama. And I know what you're thinking. Well, what what what, you, what about Arkansas and Fayetteville? I am not a believer in Arkansas, but that's a conversation maybe for a different day. I think they will be good. I think they'll be fine. But again, if Ole Miss is better than Kentucky, I think they are better than Arkansas as well. Either way, point is, if they beat Kentucky and if they beat Auburn two weeks later, Ole Miss is going to an access bowl, in my opinion. I think they would lose... Two more games, if they win those two, that will be a team that goes 10 and 2. That's why I think those two right perfectly in the middle of the season. And I picked Auburn because that is a team, for whatever reason, uh, that that has given Ole Miss a lot, a lot of problems. Uh, I mean, Lane Kiffin the last two years, I believe, has had a better football team than Auburn, and yet he's 0-2 against the Tigers. They've just been this thorn in Ole Miss's side, just poking at them and poking at them. And it's a winnable game. It's at home. It's a team that you should be better than, but they've given you a lot of fits. I believe if Ole Miss wins those two games and they get to 7-0 and going to Baton Rouge, that will be a team that wins 10 games again and goes to an access bowl. Um, Whether it be New Orleans this year, also I believe the Orange Bowl has uh, an SEC tie or maybe uh, maybe Dallas. Either way, if they win those two games, if they win those two games, I believe they're going to an access bowl. If they lose both of those games, I, I think it changes the way. Uh, the, of course, it changes the way the the, the season looks record wise. But uh, if they lose those two games, I, I could see a scenario in which they win six. Uh, you know, scrap and claw their way to to get to a bowl game. They get what feels like five free wins with the non-conference games in Vanderbilt. But if they can't beat Kentucky and Auburn at home, then what what other sure win do you see in the remaining games? So, and of course, if they split somewhere in the middle, you know, maybe they go to Jacksonville um, and play in the Gator Bowl. That's why I think those are those are my two swing games because they're smack dab perfectly in the middle of the season. They're both at home. They're both winnable games. And if they find a way to win them both, that's an, an access bowl team. If they lose them both, going six and six is absolutely on the table for this team. So, and again, I, I feel kind of stupid leaving out Arkansas in Fayetteville. Um, Considering how wild those games have been lately, and especially what last year was, I think Arkansas is going to be very formidable and and good, but I think that's all they're going to be is just pretty good. I think they are a high-floor, low-ceiling kind of team, but that's just kind of you know my projected biases entering in this conversation. Point being, if they win those two games, they're going to an access bowl. In, uh, in my opinion. So what do you think? Let me know. I'd love to hear from you guys. Tweet at me, whatever. And you tell me what you think the swing games are for Ole Miss in 2022. Short podcast today. Please forgive me for that. It's the middle of July. Things get a lot better next week. So thank you for hanging on during this summer. 
and it's still going to be summer after media days. But uh, we're getting closer and closer, and uh, we're going to get longer-winded here and uh, have more content for you on this channel and, of course, on the radio show and other channels as well. So thank you for tuning in. I appreciate you on this short Thursday morning, and I will talk to you guys again uh, live in Atlanta. I'll talk to you guys in Atlanta. Enjoy your weekend. I'll see you. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.